um, so it's flat. Welcome to Metaphysical Meanderings with your host, Medium in Graves. Today, we're going to be talking about the Age of Aquarius. Lana, take it away. Okay, thanks, guys. Um, yeah, today we're going to be talking about the Age of Aquarius because I've been doing a lot of research on this. And um, I know you guys know the song. We were just saying, the Age of Aquarius, we were singing. <laughs> and that is exactly what's going on. You know, this whole... Uh, COVID thing is part of it. It's involved with it. It has to do with spiritual growth. Remember I said everybody's changing. Um, governments are crumbling. Uh, methods of money are crumbling. Everything. If you look at my Facebook, I've been predicting this. And there is a time that was Piscean. And so Piscean was from two, from uh, one bc to 2000 a.d and it's a 2000 these ages are 2000 years long Physical Meanderings with Master Psychic Lana Duncan, Lana Duncan Hartgraves. <laughs> My apologies from the booth, Lana Duncan Hartgraves. And she does have, if we can get her back, we do have a wonderful special guest this morning. Uh, Lana, why don't you go ahead and talk to us because this is about awakenings It's today. about awakenings. I was talking last week about the different levels of awakening. Um, and... The, you go through a process and you feel sometimes like you're going backwards. So what so far we've talked about is things don't seem right anymore. All of a sudden, and, and usually it's trauma. Trauma brings on an awakening. Now you don't have to have a trauma to have an awakening, but usually it triggers something a lot of times. Okay. So you have like an urge and it, it becomes like things just don't seem the same anymore. And you're, you're searching, you start to search. So um, you start looking for different ways to do things. You start, you know, I think everybody's gone through an awakening at some point and you will, and, and so oh, at some point you will go through one. Uh oh, we're trying to, we're trying to get my guest speaker back on. Um, I, how about, hold on here. Um, we're having technical issues. <laughs> uh, um, I'm going to give her, how about if I have her call my business number? Is that all right? Yeah, 
That's what we'll have to do because we keep dropping somebody. And she's been, and she, her herself has been, she's been through an awakening. So I always like to interview everybody that, okay. So if, anyway, um, as we are doing this really quick, um, I've been talking about the different stages and how you know if that's what you are doing. But I, my pro opinion is that you know if you're going through an awakening because you become a different person. You are never the same person after it either. All right. Um, I'm going to see if I can get... I, my friend has been through one recently. Um, that's how she got her, her psychic gift. Oh, there she is. She's back on. Good, good, good. Oh, good. We, I was going to have you call a different number. Thank God. We were hoping we didn't know what to do. <laughs> so, yeah. Can we hear her here? Got it. Do we have you? Yeah, she's on. We have to just make a uh, put. There we go. There. Can we hear her? Brenda, can I hear, can you talk? Oh, nothing. Uh-oh. Ha! <laughs> Uh-oh. I don't know. Uh, microphone's on. Uh-oh. Hold on. We're trying. It's a technical thing. Every once in a while this happens. We didn't have any trouble before, but... Okay. Can you talk... Say... Nothing. Uh oh. Hmm. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm gonna have Brenda, you can be on here, but you might have to are you using your phone right now? Or are you are using your phone. That's okay. I'm gonna um I'm gonna send you we're gonna have to we're gonna have to take you off here because we have no we don't know why, but we are going to there we go. Um, I'm going to email you a number. Call me on there. Okay. And yeah, we're live, but yeah. Um, eight, eight, four, four. Okay. Hold on. Um, that way I, we can at least talk to you. Okay. Sometimes this happens. Um, eight, four, four. This is my, my line that goes directly here. There. Call that number. Okay. Back out and call the number, okay? All right. Now, is this? I, how does this work? When I when when I pick it up, it'll be on. Uh, yeah. When she calls in, that should. Uh, okay. Pipe right into our board. Okay. And you should be able to talk with her, and you should be able to hear her. Okay. So we'll wait for her to give you a quick call. Okay. Hello. Hello. Can you hear? I can hear. Can you, you can hear, hear her? Can, can they hear? Hello, I can hear fine. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. You can hear. Okay. All right. Hi, how are you? Sorry. We had some tech. Every once in a while we go through this. We we were okay last, you know, last couple people I've had on. So I started talking about awakenings. And I know that you have been, you've had an awakening. And your awakening gave you your psychic ability, correct? Okay, so tell me, tell me some more. Tell me kind of, you don't have to be real specific because if it's personal. I, for a lot of people, psych, the um, awakenings are very personal. So you can just 
fill me in a little. What fill us all in? Tell us a little bit. Well, I think it started when I my dad was dying in a nursing home in 2008, um, and I had spent the night with him in a chair and in his room and about three in the morning I woke up and he was talking mm-hmm. to someone mm-hmm. and I thought at first it was me and then I realized he was talking about the light okay. and when I realized that I paid attention because I knew then he was seeing the other side okay. um, this was two days before he died and he was dying we knew he was dying Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, I tried to ask a bunch of questions. He obviously was not talking to me. Yeah, uh, he did not hear me. But he talked about this beautiful light on the other side of the door and mm-hmm. wanting the door open. And then the door must have opened. And he talked to a man named Jim. Now we to this day still don't know who Jim is. I've done my genealogy. There is no Jim. Me um, guide. So been a, a war, a yeah. war buddy maybe. Guide even. Could have been a guide, maybe. Yeah, it could yeah. have been. Yeah, yeah. it could yeah. have been. He was just he was just thrilled to see Jim. So that's probably how it first started. And then on the night of my fiftieth birthday, I had gone to bed, um, upset about something, and I began to dream that I was driving, but very bizarre dreams. Um, I was seeing babies when I was driving, and these dreams had a different feel than any other dream I had had in my life. Um, I've always been a dreamer. I can remember just, specific lucid dreams as a kid. We were just but, talking about dreams. <laughs> yeah, okay. so that's how it came in. And then I started to see a pattern. I mean, it was enough to wake me up to think, what is going on here? I would, like, fly with angels. Mm-hmm, um, uh-huh. I would see animals that I didn't know. Like, I would see a snowy white owl. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen a lot of birds, first a lot of strange birds that I didn't know, um, and it just kept coming. And then I was having dreams, um, you know, like I was baptized by John the Baptist. Um, mm-hmm. I saw Mother Mary on December 24th. See, I think I have too. Um, I was all, talking about that. All kinds of that stuff. Okay. Um, so I knew it was something was big, but before that I was going through depression, and I think that's what brought it all on. Okay. I remember smoking a cigarette on my front porch, and I was talking to God, and I was brought up uh, Catholic, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so this kind of stuff was a no-no. Yeah. And I hadn't even thought about I hadn't even thought about this stuff, but I was smoking a cigarette, and I was asking God to have a relationship with Him, but I told Him I didn't trust Him. Um, I couldn't live with that punishing God that I had lived with. You know, as growing up, and I said, I would like to have a, a relationship with you, God, and trust you, but I don't know how to because I don't want to be religious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, I just left it at that. I felt peaceful after stealing money. I didn't have any idea this was mm-hmm. coming. Okay. And I think that most people don't. So you're right on the money yeah. on that one. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was out of the blue. It so, wasn't like I was I was actually anti religious, anti God at this time. God to me was a fear punishing monger and I just didn't want that in my life. So 
it, so did, so while you were going through this, did you, did it reveal that you have ability? It, how did that happen? That came in through the dream. Okay. Okay. Um, so I know you're a practicing psychic. That's how I know her. <laughs> and matter of fact, mm -hmm. if you've got, if you would like to me to, to give out a phone call number, she's a very good psychic. You guys, by the way, she's helped me with some stuff too. So I, all of my friends are pretty much psychics, but, um, yeah. Um, so, okay. You're okay with that? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. That's what we'll do. And, um, okay. you know, um, so you were saying that the, an awakening really isn't religious. It's spiritual. Correct. Right. And you won't see it coming. You're not you think that you're not supposed to see it coming? You think that's what it's, yeah. it's on purpose? Because I think it's on purpose. I think that you aren't supposed to see it. But like I said, trauma. I, I really, truly feel trauma brings them on. Because like you, yeah, I had some of that. Yeah, yeah, like you, I didn't know anything. My mother died so suddenly, and it brought on my ability. And I maybe had, had the ability before, but maybe... I wasn't in the right place at the right time for that. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I, I understand because, and do you think, so you've had two awakenings? Or have you had just one big one? Or you've had littler ones? Um, I would say there's there's chapters in that. Okay. So I think you have the initial one, and then um, you spend some time figuring out, what is happening? Ex know, exactly, yeah. and that's what I'm going to be talking. Crazy. <laughs> yep, that's what I'm going to be talking about. Because you, you do, yeah. you think you're crazy. Um, yeah. You don't look at the world anymore in the same way. You just can't. No, it's like not. you just can't. Um, right. All you, can't go you feel like you were living a lie before that. That before an awakening, correct? Don't, don't you that's feel? Correct. Yeah, you just can't be like that anymore you know what i'm saying and i get it so like i said with me i was 30 my mother died and i felt like an orphan even though my dad you know i was 30 but i still felt like an orphan and it brought out that my my ability and um in dreams also because i was having dreams of my mother so that okay. kind of happened and i hit 50 <laughs> like you you said you hit 50 i hit 50 50 for a lot of people, especially women, is a very significant number. More so than 40, more so than 30. Because you're getting rid of, okay, your hormones are, I always say estrogen made me nice. That's what I always say, okay? So estrogen made me nice. Because <laughs> I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I <laughs> Because you get all that crap. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, and, um, so I, I just went through a point where the hormones aren't, I'm not, I don't have to concentrate every month on, on my, you know, my hormones, things have just leveled out and it's easier to be, to grow spiritually when you're not, your mind's not all over the place. And the native Americans also believe this, that, you, they're not allowed to be on the councils 
on the, the Native American councils till they're 50. And I know several, um, that used oh, to be, sure. that used that. to be very, yeah, that used to be very, very common. It's not so much anymore, but they want somebody that's wise, who's been through everything and has gotten rid of their karma. That's another thing that you may go through when you go through a spiritual awakening, you're getting rid of karma. Karma, left and right, are old relationships, you're done with it. You've met your karma, you're moving on. So, yes, you know, absolutely. yeah. But, um, um, so, you are a medium, correct? Yes. You are, and you do, so what do exactly do you do? Do you read cards? What do you do? So, for everybody. Um, lately, I've been channeling more. Okay. Um, more than um, just the cards, the cards, um, just, um, or it's almost like it tells a story, mm -hmm. but it helps. It also is a good visual for others. Recipient. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel the same I way. Need, I do not need cards anymore. Yeah. Um, I just read their energy. Okay. So and you're an energy reader too. Yeah. Okay. Now are you in, uh, do you any kind of Reiki or anything or no? I have had, uh, the first course in Reiki. Mm -hmm. I just finished through the symbolism. Okay. Um, I actually had some uh, experience in working with people who were chronically ill and, and terminally ill. Um, uh, in a group session we did. Oh, okay. Uh, every okay. Wednesday night we would do at the local college, we would do some Reiki. Okay. Uh, Good. Ill people. Good. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm a Reiki, you know, I'm a Reiki practitioner too. And I think that Reiki people are like psychics are are usually crisscrossed over to Reiki because you're healing as you're doing readings, and I think a lot some people yeah. need to realize that. Yeah, so yeah, it heals the, it heals the, the reader and yeah, exactly. We we do get by the way we do get stuff back from you. While we are working with you, we get things back also. So it's a symbiotic thing relationship you know but anyway so brenda i'm gonna get can we put her number up at the top or at the bottom if you'd like a reading from brenda she's very good she's helped me with things i've helped her you know that's what we do that's what psychics do we all know each other it's 815-988-8432 is that the number i can call brenda that so, is correct. Okay, or, if somebody, uh, okay. Email address too. Oh, oh, your email, um, what was that again? Weezer's mom. Oh, yeah, okay. BKO at gmail.com. Okay, so if you, I also haven't, uh, you want the email also for her? Okay. So we've got a number here, and you can give her a call because she's not real expensive. I, she's, a, she's a friend of mine. 815-988-8432. Um, and you can also do Weezer's Mom at Gmail. So, okay? Thanks for calling, my dear. Take care. I will talk to you later, okay? Right, Thanks. Thank you. Yep, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. So I think when everybody's had their awakening i think every single person goes through an awakening now so many people may they say they they don't but i i'm pretty positive everyone has now pete have you had one i think so the more i hear you talk about it i think maybe i have only in that i have four and you and i talked long ago when yes. we were first getting to know each other yes. on the phone 
Um, I have ever since I was little, I've been able to see and hear uh, people, spirit, and even things that are spirit that were mm-hmm. never people. Uh, that that come, I can see that. I have those experiences. I can't control it. I only get to see what they want me to see or have the ability to show me themselves. Yes. And I don't get to pick and choose when or where. Um, But I think what happened was my Mm mother-in-law, this goes back a couple of years, uh, wanted me to go see if her father, who had passed when she was young, was with her mom. Uh, Her mom was in an assisted living care center. Her mom uh, was 107 at the time. She passed at 109 earlier this year. Um, But I I said, okay, you know, because my wife said, well, we don't talk about this. Pete doesn't like talking about it because you don't want people to think he's crazy like you just said. Yeah. I I really don't. But I've only become more comfortable talking about this probably within the last year or two since this. I went there and I mentally, I, I just call it opening window. Or opening a door. And I used to be able to keep it completely, totally shut. I can't anymore. Since going there, I cannot shut it. Okay. It's it's open. I can't bring it back down. Okay. Um, Went there. I do not like going into any type of assisted living, hospice, anything like hospitals. Uh Uh-huh. Because there, and this might bother some people, there are things... And and this is where the crazy, one of the crazy parts come in. But there are things that are all over those places that are not, never were human. And they feed off of spirit energy. And they will chomp on spirit. Uh And to the point where people who are able to show themselves may be missing a leg. They may be missing an arm. They may be having a great big bite, what looks like a bite, out of the side of themselves. Because that's what these other things have and, and it's representative to them it's not mm-hmm. that they're actually missing those pieces no. of parts it's mm-hmm. representative of that no. portion of mm-hmm. their mm-hmm. energy that they've and it doesn't go away it just energy gets transferred the energy never goes away it just takes mm-hmm. another form mm-hmm. or transfers i did but those things are not at all pleasant okay they're, they're not evil they're just not they don't know what they're just existing in the way they know how to exist. Anyway, went there. There was a man in her room that I thought was a real person at first, and I went to shake a hand and realized, oh no, this is not. And it just appeared like almost a, a mm. movie cardboard cutout. Uh-huh. And I moved forward, and then all of a sudden it was on the other side of the room. And I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. You're not here. And very pleasant looking, very lovely smile. Very nice. Didn't get no no fear, nothing like that. But then I kept hearing, hey, kiddo. Hey, kiddo. Hey, kiddo. Like, and I thought maybe it was her dad talking to my Mm mother-in-law. Well, after everything else, we transferred, went back, and she says, okay, do you think you saw my dad? And I'm like, I have no idea. Um, She said, well, here's some pictures. I'm like, yeah, this is the guy I saw right here, but he didn't have, he wasn't wearing glasses, and he was a little bit fuller you know, a little, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, heavier. And she said, well, right toward the end, he was a little heavier and he didn't always wear his glasses. So, okay. And, okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's the guy right there. Okay. And then I told her about the, Hey kiddo. Well, she was talking to one of her older siblings. He was actually younger than his wife. And the joke was always, she called him old man and he called her, Hey kiddo. Oh, okay. 
I okay. had no way of knowing that. Yeah, exactly. So, but that's and but ever since that instance, I've not been able to shut back down. Okay, I get it. So, um, well, you know, okay. So to explain what you're picking up in these places, you're picking up like energy and stuff. What I find when I clean houses, when I go to places, when I do things like this, is that there's balls of energy. A lot of times they're not entities. Now, that was probably an entity that, that you know, because you saw and, see, you know what I'm saying, like, and that's who when I'm doing readings, that's who I'm talking to. But a lot, 90% of the time when I walk into a building and I'm clearing out a house, it's a ball of negative energy. Mm. And it bounces around sort of like an entity. Mm. And it seems like it takes on the life of, like, a life of something. Do you know what I'm saying? And it can be bad because if it's a lot of negative, you know, anger and frustration, all this stuff, it'll take on its own negative personality. Mm. So I understand what you say by going into a place like that. Well, these are things that I actually, they, they're like, they have a form. Mm. I can see them. They are things Um they, it's, it's like people, no, no two people look exactly alike. Well, these are, they're very individualistic, but they are creatures. They are not, it's not just a ball of energy. These are actual creatures. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they are everywhere. And see, I have not, I, I have <sighs> not seen that. But then that could be my belief system. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying they're not possible. Because I know that there's 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 things there. I know that there's things called pulpas. And if you believe in it in a thing long enough, it exists. And so people could be you know, like they always talk about Bigfoot, right? Which I gotta find a Bigfoot hunter because I'm still looking for one. Because I'm gonna do that that for this show. Because it's metaphysical. But um that does it really exist? I don't know. But because we believe in it for so long, it starts to take on a form. Do you see what I'm saying? So that's very possible of what you're, do you know what I'm saying? That it's taking on the form of an th- actual thing. It's called a tulpa. That, I, I'm not sure, because I, I, these are not things that I believed in. They just, they are there. Oh, no, no, it's but like, other people have created them. Do you oh, see my gotcha, point? gotcha. Yeah. I see what so you're so saying. Yeah, so they're probably okay. tulpas, yes. Okay. And I, I really think that that does exist. Hmm. I, I could tell you, I well, one of my other stories is going to be about, like, werewolves and stuff because i've got i've got one on my road but anyway back to what we're doing for an awakening so this did your awakening huh um to the point where i can't shut it off anymore (coughs) to the point where um i am more comfortable with what comes through now we also have a this this is a weird thing that people and some people know that it exists in my house my wife always joked that she wanted a possessed doll uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, no. Oh, the doll. I hate dolls. I can't stand <laughs> yeah. dolls uh, because of an experience I had when I was very little. Yeah. But I, I was walking through our prop store for the station is usually Goodwill because, hey, 99 cents. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm walking through and I heard this, uh, I'm Emily. I'm looking around. I realized it was coming out of this doll that was there. Yeah. So, and I thought, and it was, it was, it was three I'm like. <laughs> Okay, I think. See, I believe in these because I I've had objects possessed. I'm, I'm thinking with energy. The energy was different coming off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, oh, I'll give you a shot. I think I can handle you. So I was open enough to go. All right, I'm going to buy this. Uh-huh. I took it home. I gave it to my wife. I said, Okay, this doll said I'm Emily. 
Now, we've had her for about a year, and she has talked more and more. We've learned a little bit more about her. Mm -hmm. She died at 15 in 1975, and she is kind of like having a 15-year-old just stuck in a doll. Mm -hmm. I don't know why she's stuck in the doll. She hasn't. Well, they, it isn't that, I, that my my opinion isn't that they're just attached to it. They're not stuck in it, but she's yeah. she's there, like yeah. she's coming through, and she likes that that thing, and yeah. so that she sticks with that. And sometimes she's quite chatty. Okay. Now, I've yeah. never seen her as spirit. I've uh -huh. never seen her. you because okay. usually that's what I get. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she talks through that, and a doll does not have a voice box or anything like that. I can hear her plain as day. Okay, but then there are times when she won't say a darn word for days at a time. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, but uh, well, I'm surprised you haven't gotten used to once after a while. People become used to that energy, and then you can't hear them anymore. I, my mom, I can't hear her anymore. It's weird that I can hear my father-in-law because I, he'll come to me and I can still hear him because you become used to the vibration. The, the, you're just used to the energy. So it just, you, and you go about your business. So then you can't really hear them anymore. That's why a lot of people will say, my dad died two years ago and I can't hear him anymore. Where is he? He's still there. You can't hear him because you're used to it. Uh, and see, I pushed my dad away. He died a couple of years ago, mm -hmm. actually Christmas Eve in a car accident mm -hmm. of his own doing. Um, no, nah, it wasn't a suicide thing. It was just a stupid thing that he oh. did. Okay. Um, but uh, I, he came through in a dream shortly after. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm not having, I, I'm, there's a lot of anger on my part. Okay. Well, and, and you know what? Like, no, and that's dude, no, no offense. You have to work through it. And I do. so, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's my yeah. own thing to work yeah. through. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep, when you're ready, you're ready, you know. Yeah. But that, see, that's that's part of an awakening, too. Yeah. They All they know is that, you know, you go through that dark night of the soul, and that's what starts the stage one, where you're, I, you might even go to a, uh, go to a therapist, because you're like, there's something wrong. And you know at a deep level there's something not right, okay? Um, you could go through depression. Like Brenda said, she went through some depression. Yeah. Um, if you, you feel meaningless, all of this stuff, and, and, and it, some people it takes years, and some people it takes a very short amount of time. So it's just the dark, darkest point, okay? Then all of a sudden you start going, here we go for hope. My last thing, I talked about hope. You start having some hope, like, oh, well, maybe it's not so bad. Maybe everything's getting better. Maybe, and you go through these stages, you know, and then you start asking, okay, what's up? And then what about the time that you feel like you're thinking you're getting it, you go backwards again. And it's just a process. And I've seen some people go take two, three, four years. And some people just take days. I've seen some people take months. It's different. It's different for everybody. And I still think that everybody goes through more than one. But there's one major one, and then there's maybe a minor one after that. And I still say it seems like it's an age it's like a middle age thing for some lot of people. Well, I will tell you, I've I've enjoyed being in my fifties more than any other age. I have. Like when I turned fifty, I just felt better. I felt I you know what? I felt more comfortable with myself. Yep, yep, yep. And you know, because I'm I'm past fifty now, but uh, well, past fifty. <laughs> but uh, it's interesting that you talk about the awakenings and and what she went through. And there's you know my. When I was little, we lived in a house that was part of the Underground Railroad in Missouri. Okay, yes. And that's where I first saw 
a lot of things. Okay, yeah. And as a kid, I didn't understand quite how to process some of that stuff. It really, mm -hmm. I mean, it really freaked me oh, out. Oh, I bet. And, you know, I've got several people I know that are in the process of an awakening. And by the way, when you feel so lost that you're like nearly suicidal, you're just about ready to hit an awakening <laughs> because mm. you do, you get like that. And I was, um, now that I'm 50, you know, I'm 53 now, but I hit it at 50, but I hit a major one at 30 and I had no idea I had ability. I thought maybe it, my mom had ability. So I guess I inherited it. I, I still say my two grandchildren both have my ability and I, I've got two granddaughters and I still, both of them got it. But, um, back to this is, you know, <sighs> So here I am, not sure if I've got a, I, I All I know is that I have a friend that got me involved in more, less religious stuff and more spiritual stuff. Yeah. And we were doing Reiki on somebody, and we're doing Reiki on somebody, and we were, her and I were doing it, and I looked up at her, and I go to the, the person on the table, I'm like, well, blah, 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 did you work here, blah, blah. And I went on and on and on and on. And, and then I said, did you have a brother and... I had no idea what I was doing. And my friend looks at me and goes, oh, my God, you're a psychic. Wow. And I'm like, now, did that come on for my awakening? I think so. Was the ability probably already there? Yeah. I just became aware of it through mm. an awakening. So for anybody that's gone through this, they'll understand that all of a sudden, after you have an awakening, you have spiritual gifts. Mm. And you can't, like, look at the way you had thought before, like, religiously spiritually anything you can't look at it in the same way you have a different aspect a different look i still say everyone goes through one of these so um dark night of the soul you know everybody knows what that means so um so now so you get to the, the next stage and you're you go backwards again you're like oh my god you think you got it then you go backwards again and this but that's totally normal guys do not worry about that so then You've got your, you do start to do the state. The next stage is like a spiritual makeover where, you know, maybe you were Catholic and all of a sudden you're Wiccan, <laughs> you know, all that you change and you go through that awakening and you just shift. It shifts. So you're at that stage where it's like, so now I, I know me, I, I was raised extremely religious, really Bible thumping Christian. Okay. And, um, I just, I can't, I, that's just not me. And I really don't pass judgment on anybody. I can't, mm -hmm. but that's not for me. But this is what I know to be my truth. Know thy own truth. Yeah. You know? Um, so, but yeah, you, um, I agree with you on that. I, I was raised, well, and my, my grandfather, my mom's dad was a high patriarch in the RLDS church, which actually no longer exists. Um, but very, you know, again, very Christian heavy focused every yeah. Sunday morning, you know, prayer meetings on Wednesdays, that kind of the whole nine yards. But now I look at quote unquote organized religion and I think, man, yes. as far as that goes, we got it so wrong. Yes, exactly. And that's, that, that's just my, I, I like yes. you very spiritual in my beliefs and in my foundations yes. And such, but uh, I don't think we got this right, guys. Exactly. I yeah. yeah. There's more out there. Yeah. 
there's more to it. And that is something I get by on the other side. When people come through to give messages to their family, they will say, this is not what you think it is. This is more. But you, and, and they said, I, believe me, it's real also, is what I will get as a message to give to a family member. So, because a lot of times they'll be very religious and all of a sudden they say, this isn't what I told you it would be. This isn't like I told. Because I still say it's man-made. Yeah. It's man-made. And, and it's, it's more than that. I can tell you, my grandfather fully expected to be greeted at the pearly gates by St. Peter himself for all the good works he did in the church. Yep. And no. he was quite unhappy when that was not the case. No, because... Every time you even give somebody a smile, you're doing a good work. Yeah. You know, I always, I, I said earlier, I think it was on my other show, I had somebody question me, what's your, your relationship to God? Because they found out I'm a psychic. And I'm like, I do God's work every day, and I truly believe that I do. And that's part of my, that I know to be true. Mm -hmm. So, and that's part of my awakening, though. So... Mm -hmm. And does everybody have awakenings? I feel they do. But now some people say that they don't. Some people don't have these and that we're maybe a little bit rarer. So I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Because I think everybody does. But, you know, now that I think about it, I guess I know a few people through life that did not do it. Do you know what I'm saying? But most people do, though. They, they get to a certain point and they may be even forced into them, you know, a little bit. But, um, you know... Yeah. All they know is that you're part of the awakening. Part of part of the awakening is that you have to shift spiritually and you have to use your gifts. They're there to use. Like mm -hmm. my mother always used to tell me, and she still comes through in readings. Why aren't you using all your gifts? Mm -hmm. Because for a long time I didn't use any of this. A long time I didn't use. I didn't. I I don't know. I don't know if I was scared. That was part of my awakening. Learning to have confidence in myself that I can do this. So, well, and I don't think you need to prove anything to anybody. Um, the, the interesting thing to me is that, you know, well, you remember talking about the little dog that yeah. we, my wife and I had. Yes. And you, you didn't even know you, you didn't, I mean, you, you, you hit her right on the head. You didn't even know that, you know, she was a, an existing creature mm -hmm. and we were talking about it. Um, boom. So, you don't. I don't think there's anything you need to even prove to anybody. Um, I think you could just. I mean, here's here's one of the things too. You also have your own radio show <laughs> on twenty one sixth net. So you know you 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 carry that you carry that uh, base of knowledge and confidence and authority with you. I think there's absolutely nothing you have to prove. You don't need to. You're just well, sharing. You know. Yeah. Exactly. And I. I think, though, you do get to a point, and especially when you're doing your awakening, where you lack your confidence. Now, I recently had somebody ask me why I'm not working with the police. Hmm. Now, I have found lost objects for people. And uh, my friend Brenda here can verify that. I, I've, I have helped her find lost objects in her house. Hmm. But I don't know how I would work with police. I, it, see, here's a little bit of a confidence, but... I don't know. Um, I'm always willing to try. And maybe I'm in the process of another awakening now, so maybe I'll be able to do that. I don't know. Maybe I'm supposed to be doing that. Um, I don't know. But I do know as I'm making my shift, I'm having a minor, I'll, 
I think I've had mine since I'm 50. I'm still going through it a little bit mm. because I've got, I'm awakening happens when you're not not aware that it's happening, <laughs> but you know there's something happening. You know that's shifting, yeah. and you just are finding different ways of doing different doing things differently. So for me, I'm in the process of retiring. I've already discovered that my way of making um, with confidence enough money so I don't have to do what I was doing before. That's yeah. a kind of an awakening too. That I why am I doing it this way? I'm doing this too hard. That's an awakening. What you talked about last week mm -hmm. on your show when I was mm -hmm. you know watching. I've been shifting out of what I do uh, for the day job, quote yes, unquote, yes, for yes. A, a few years now, a couple of years, well, three and, and years. And that's an awakening because and, it's you're coming into your own. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a good way to say it. I but. guess so. Because it, and it's something that I'm just I'm tired of doing. I've done it for nearly 30 years, and and I want to be done. Yes, and yeah. I think too that the awakening could also be called enlightenment which is really hard to achieve because that's what you're kind of going towards though. And mm. you know, it's just, just a thought on that, but back to, to what we were talking about before is your, the next, you know, your stages, right? Your next stage is your grounding and you're getting, you're, you're really starting to focus for me personally, as I go through this, I'm writing a book about um, empathic murders. Because I'm, and that's going to be a whole show, whole series, because I'm writing a book about it. An empathic martyr is one that gets stuck in a role because they feel bad for everybody else. And one that wow. sometimes gets stuck in a, in a thing, poor me, because I'm so empathic. I'm just, there, it's just a whole series of how to break out of that. Hmm. How to break out of a mindset that you're the martyr and that you're feeling bad for people. So you are absorbing their energy and you don't want to make them feel bad. So they put you in these roles and you play them. And, but it's really not who you are. Right. So you, how to break out of it. So that's kind of what I'm, I don't know. I feel like that's my awakening and that's what I've been going through. But like I said, you're doing your karmic debts also. Like there's a karmic, like you've paid your karmic debts. Remember I told you you had to get your karmic debts out of the way, so then that's what the Native Americans believe, so that you can move on and be part of a council, of the council. And for Native Americans, um, the women run everything. I don't think people understand that. That the chief is just a figurehead. Hmm. The women run, sit underneath him and tell him what to do. I think people don't understand that. But most, so, a lot of the cultures you know, are like that. pretty much just like being married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, but, um, you know, your karmic debts are out of the way too. Um, have ever met anybody who went through, who's gone through like 15 different marriages, relationships, and they just, they just keep going through them and through them and through them. And they don't stick with one person because they're going through karmic debt. They're getting rid of, they're clearing karmic debt in this lifetime. And that's, and I know somebody, I, I got it. Oh, he's probably listening. But anyway, <laughs> he probably and he probably will listen because I'm seeing you guys are mostly watching me later on my my my, my Facebook and stuff is what I'm watching. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, and he has gone through I mean a lot of relationships with women, men, just all kinds of stuff, and I feel like he's clearing his debt to go to another level. Hmm. And I've told him that, and I just told him, I said, be prepared. He goes, I feel so lost. I said, just be prepared. You're, you're in an awakening. Okay. So 
Okay. So here we go. The last step, and this is the step I went to. Remember I told you I went, when I went through my awakening? Yeah. You're coming out of the spiritual closet. You're willing to put yourself out there to help others with your gifts. So, you know, I was given the gift. I, I'm clairvoyant, clairaudient. I'm also clairsentient, and sometimes I can smell. Sometimes, I can't remember. It's, uh, what's it called? It's uh, olfactory. Um, like the phantom sense that just kind of <laughs> waft around sometimes? I, if somebody or? is smoking a cigarette and yeah. they're talking to me, I'll smell it. I'll say, if somebody's smoking a cigarette while they're talking to me, and their name is blah, blah, blah. I, I, wow, okay, because I'll walk around and I'll be like, yeah, you, you didn't start smoking again, right? Oh, there's somebody around wife. you. Yeah, there's somebody around and, you smoking. And I'll be like, and she's like, I don't know what you're smelling. I'm like, somebody's smoking in here. Who the heck has been uh, smoking? My, my family. And, um, and I'm I, like, I, I have no, if it is, I have no idea who it is. <laughs> no, but, sometimes you don't. But my, uh, yeah. my, um. My family could be driving in a car, and every once in a while, my daughter will call me and say, okay, I smell cigarette smoke. And then my husband will smell it, and they're, they're 100 miles apart. I think it may be my dad who smoked heavily. That's what he died of. Mm. But there's family members all over the place that would smoke. And so I just know that they're around. And, like, one day my, I heard my daughter go. She was in the kitchen because my, my, my family has grown up with this. So they're very used to all this. They're not scared of it. They, they just accept it for reality. Even my grandchildren have gotten to a point where they, they get it. Hmm. And she's in there, and she's doing something. She was wiping out a dish, and she goes, I just smelled grandma's perfume. You know, you know what I'm saying? And, so, and, that was, and that was a special gift sent to her. So just remember that they're they that when oh. you're getting that, a lot of times they're doing it on purpose to, you know, I'm around, I love you. It's messages too, huh. okay? You know. Yeah, that's because I don't really even know of people on my mom's side who smoke. My dad's side, they 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 had some. Smokers, you might be picking up entities like maybe there could but, be an entity here in the building. Um, well, I mean, and, we do have a studio ghost. Yeah, I don't you know do. If, yeah, 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 it's here. So. I know. I can, so, it, it's been here. I can, it's like, I already sort of described it to you earlier. So yeah. yeah. And, and he's but, been around for a long yeah, time. Yeah. He so. just, um, I feel like he either owned this place or just worked here for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he's, he's fine and dandy. He mm-hmm, doesn't. Mm-hmm. And, and actually he's, he's, uh, pretty much follows the rules about usually not really making a ruckus or anything. Oh, okay. whilst we're Most on the of air, the, so. you know what? Just remember, and I've told you this before really fast before I go back to what we're doing for awakenings is that you can control them. People think that they're, oh, they're going to attack me. They can't do anything to you. You're alive. They're dead. You have more energy. You tell them to behave or I'll, I'll, I'll make you leave. And you can make them leave. Oh, and that's yeah. people that what people don't understand. The only time they don't leave is if you really, truly don't want them to leave. Because I've got a person that I'm dealing with that I've cleared her house. Well, she's giving a lot of energy to this entity. A mm. lot. She went, and just, uh, she went to the library to see if she could find out who it was. That's a lot of energy. So in a way, she doesn't want it gone. So it's not. I'm not going to be able to get rid of it. Mm. She's going to have to really, truly want it gone. She says she does, but... See, we so, lived in Richmond for the last 17 years, and it takes a lot of energy, but I, I kept a lot of stuff out of our house uh-huh. just by no... And I don't know how to ex- explain no, no, it any, any other way than just saying, this is my space. Yep expanding my own self. I, yep. I, does that make sense? No, no, I completely, I know, you're right. And, and just right. 
pushing them out. I'm yeah. like, sorry, you can't come in here. I've had, um, I have a ghost in my house now. I always have a ghost somewhere because they, they, <laughs> they, they know I can see them, so they're attracted to me. But she had the house before me, and she was playing with my kids. She was mm. calling their names, peered in a mirror on them, stuff like that. And I walked around very, very firmly. I said, if you insist on doing this, you will leave, and I will make you. You behave or you are leaving. And you, it works. Trust me. You are you. You put your foot down with them, and they will respond to you. I've never had a problem since. But if somebody comes to my house that shouldn't, that's not such a nice person. Like my daughter had a real loser for a boyfriend. Weird things would happen. I was just talking about this last week. Scratching on the walls. It just scared him to death, so he wouldn't come back again. <laughs> and we have to laugh because she's just protecting us. You know what I'm saying? He shouldn't yeah. have been there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now, so you're, you, you know, you're at, you're in all these stages, you know, you go backwards, you go forwards, you're where your spiritual gift. And that last stage is where you're walking your talk. You're mm. walking your walk, you're talking your talk and you're living it. So for me, I became psychic. So I'm walking my walk and talking my talk. It took me, I, I knew about my gifts 30 ish. 30 and 30 is a big can be a big point too where you really start looking at your gifts too by the way hmm. um and i practiced in, in more of a random you know like little stuff you know i would you know but by how old was i 36 i was really getting into this so hmm. it takes a process also so and so be patient with yourself. You may go forwards. You may go back stages. You may go forward stages. Then you might go back two stages. Then you go. But the ultimate goal is to walk your walk and talk your talk and use those gifts that you were given. No. So so that, that that's why you're going through it. That's why you're going through this because God wants you using those gifts. Whatever they may be. They may be healing. They may be listening. Maybe you're a great listener. Maybe... Maybe it's just doing good deeds for people with no expecting anything in return. Mm. That I mean, those things are gifts. I don't think people are, just because I'm a psychic, that's my gift. But a person that is very, very good at, maybe they're donating time to a homeless shelter. And they're really patient. They're very good with those, you know, those type of people. That's their gift. So you have to find out what your gift is, and you have to use it. And one is not better than the other. So, um, you know, and, and what's, the, what's, the, what's the whole purpose of this? It's enlightenment. And I know everybody's talked about enlightenment. And actually, enlightenment is, I'm going alphabetical, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. I'm going, this is awakening. I'm on, I'm on A. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> Next week will be B. But uh, our ultimate goal is to be God-like as possible, correct? I mean, that's what we were created in God's image. So our, our ultimate goal is to be as close to him as possible, to like him as possible. Mm -hmm. So we want to get to that stage. So I don't know what else to say, but to say that's basically what enlightenment is. So, okay. Um, I just know, like I said, Everybody goes through it differently. So it could be months, years, days. I don't think days. I have never seen anybody days because <laughs> it's a process. So 
I just, but I know everybody I know that is a psychic that practices, and I have most, 95% of my friends are psychics. Hmm. I just am attracted. You know, you, you, they get me. You get me. When I say something, you get me. Well, here's the thing. When you talk about your experiences and it throws a light bulb on for me mm-hmm. because of experiences I've had, all of a sudden, I don't feel like I'm insane and exactly. all alone. Exactly. Because you don't, uh, there is, there has been a great deal of fear and trepidation about even talking about much of the experiences I've had throughout my life. Because that that's your conditioning from your organized yeah. religion. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And see, I hear people say this a lot. I'm a recovering Catholic. <laughs> and I'm not going to be religious because I'm not actually the Catholic Church. They, what I do is they believe in what I do. I really, oh, yeah, they, they do. very much do. But anyway, um, but I hear people say that though. I'm a recovering, you know, what, and I just kind of, kind of chuckle because that's the person that's gone through the awakening. Yeah. That's the person that God wants you to be. They, I don't feel like this organized religion thing. I, I, I still feel that's another thing, and that was part of our my prediction is that's going to fall away. That's falling away. That's very quickly falling away. And as people are grasping on to organized religion right now, you know, like and they're and they're being very, um, they're being like extremists with it it's falling away because people are getting beyond that now as we grow as human beings that we understand that there's more to it than you're telling me what to do and i'm not saying religion's bad i'm not at all but i'm saying the organized way that you have to believe the way i do or you're going to hell and then hell is a punishment and it's is there's so much more than that there's more to all of this yeah so and do i understand it all oh heck no I don't get it all. I, I mean, I, you know, I, I will change my mind. I keep a very open, open mind. And there's times where I will completely change. Like, really? And then I'm like, well, I got to think about that. Because I, um, I had a, my, my last week's guest was Tamika Meek. And we, had in a, we talked yesterday about empaths. And I feel an empath is born. It's part, it's both nature and nurture. She feels it's only nurture. So and we were just talking back and forth. And I feel it's both. Because I, I know you can be born as a sociopath, and the old sociopath is the opposite. Yeah. So, see what I'm saying? So, there's always, like, I keep an open mind. I just really do. I just know that there's more to all of this. And whenever anybody talks to me from the other side, they tell me yeah. there's more to this. Well, see, and it's what you talked about as far as empaths goes resonated with me because of two things. One is I have huge personal space. And and I've had to learn to live with that. I do not like huggers. I, I it it feels so invasive uh. for people I've never met to hug me. Oh, okay. It's 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 almost painful. Like it almost oh, physically okay. hurts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It took me years to just get comfortable with shaking hands. Okay. Because when someone comes within, depending on their energy, anywhere between fifteen to ten feet of me, they're in my personal space. Uh, I can okay. feel. I can tell that mm-hmm. they're there. Yeah. And even if they're behind me. It's just weird. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. And so you talk about it, I'm like, oh, okay. See, I'm, I, I'm a hugger, is. so I guess that's good that so, I'm over here. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. It, it, but you but, know what? I don't just walk up and hug somebody I don't know, though, either. But see, I, I don't know. The, I'm kind of weird with that, too. I, yeah. If I know them, they'll get what I do, and I've had people yell at me about it. I had one person, you're in my base, because when I talk to you, sometimes I have my hand on your shoulder. See, and I can't. And, and, I, see, that, yeah. and see, and I'm glad you said it, because I, I couldn't, you would see me physically flinch. Yeah. And it's not because I don't like you or have a problem with you. It's because there, for me, there's something so incredibly invasive and mm-hmm. personal about that. And see, what I'm doing is because I'm used to doing it with children because I'm mm. healing. I'm mm. a healer and by t- I'm touching you. You know what I'm saying? And I'm healing. Well, and, and I, you know, I usually like pick up on that I, you know, so I, I would probably pick up that you didn't like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But sometimes I do it and I had somebody that don't touch me and I'm like, I'm sorry. I've I mean, actually stopped. I've, I've stopped people with a palm to the forehead. When they yeah. come in. No, I'll shake your hand, but no hugs. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. But it's, but I like that, that really resonated. The other thing, the number two thing, and I know we're running out of time, and, and I, mm-hmm. but my mom has told me the story many times that when I was born, there was just this gold light that sat at the end of the bed in the hospital for her uh-huh. and was there the entire time until just before they were getting ready to leave, it just went up and away. Hmm. And I'm like, okay, maybe that's a thing. I don't know what that is. It could have been an angel or a guide. Yeah, it could have been very much been a guide. Yeah, Yeah, very much. But um, Um, because I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. So maybe something happened when I was born. I don't know. It could be an angel. You know, I, I, matter of fact, go visit my YouTube because I have the difference between there's four entities. There's an archangel, angel, spirit guide, and ancestral guide. You've got them all. Hmm. So you usually have somebody keeping an eye on you. So, Hmm. yep. That's interesting. So, I have not much more to say about awakenings at well, this point, but about... you'll know when you got one. <laughs> <You'll> <laughs> there you go. You <laughs> we got about two minutes left. Okay. And I know your information, uh, as, long, as well as Brenda's, has been scrolling across yes. the bottom there. But uh, for everybody who would like to reach you, talk to you about maybe perhaps a reading or yes. maybe a clearing if they need it, or maybe their own awakening. Maybe they're figuring maybe out that that's they, what they're doing. How do you they reach no you? have no idea how many people call me just to talk to me. Yeah. about their awakening yes they do do that so yes so how do they get a hold of you um enchantedsky.com okay. i'm it's right across the board you can even schedule and just hit the button and schedule a, a time form with me wow okay all right all right awesome yep. i really really appreciate especially here's the you came in because of my schedule today early yes. to pre-record another show. I appreciate that so much. It's okay. It's very know, kind of you. It's, well, and, and I want to get it out of the way because next week I'm going somewhere and the weekend after that, and I'm going to be reading. I'm going to be reading up uh, north of the Dells, so I got well, invited to go up there. Awesome. And then um, I'm the next weekend I'm going to be in Daniel Boone National Forest in Kentucky. Ooh. So. Uh, <laughs> I gotta cool. pick up my puppy. Remember, I told you yeah, I have a gold retriever yeah, puppy. I'm getting. Up, yeah, that's so, all. That's cool. That's yep, exciting. Yep. So, so very cool. I'm so glad I got to do this, Kent. Thanks for being off in the deep dark woods yourself this weekend. <laughs> uh, I'm really excited that I got to sit and uh, you know enjoy your shows with you. Thank you so <laughs> much for problem. letting me do that. I appreciate, I appreciate that. you. So this is it's a lot of fun, and I and I also I can understand why you attract people who have other experiences because you make them feel comfortable. And you make them feel good about it. I think that's one of the things I'm supposed to do. I I honestly don't think you have a thing to prove. Oh, thank you. I I really don't. I think you can just speak from authority and experience. And 
uh, yeah, there's nothing you've got to prove to anybody. So there you go. That's my two cents. Okay. So for you and your show. <laughs> Meanwhile, we'll be back again. Now, don't miss next week. We'll have a another pre-recorded show up uh, and out and on the air, both on Facebook and as well as 216thenet.com, Real Life Internet Radio, of metaphysical meanderings with master psychic Lana Duncan Hartgraves. There we go. We'll see you all next time. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're just starting the age of Aquarius. And the age of Aquarius is the it, women are going to start becoming rulers. They're going to be the people that are going to be in power. There is going to be a lot of technology advances. 